DBHDD is reminding Georgians to ask their doctor about alternatives to opioid pain medication. Alternatives such as over-the-counter medications and physical therapy can be used to manage pain. More information at opioidresponse.info. The first thing you learn when you sit down to watch gospel, the four-part history of gospel music on PBS, is what makes gospel different from other religious music. Gospel songs can be referred to as hymns, of course, but if the word hymns calls to mind a classical piece built to fill a great cathedral, then you're not thinking about gospel music. Or maybe you think the phrase gospel music equates to the spirituals or religious folk songs that were sung by enslaved Africans in America. And that's not quite right either. No, program creator Dr. Henry Louis Gates Jr. tells us that gospel music was a product of the Great Migration, that period in the early 20th century when black Southerners who wanted to escape the cruel threats of Jim Crow moved north to big cities like Chicago. See, in those big cities, another glorious contribution to American culture from those black Southerners was thriving too, the blues. And when the blues, that Saturday night music, mixed with the spiritual messages of Sunday morning, the thing called gospel music came into being. And one of its undisputed pioneers was a man from right here in Georgia, named Thomas A. Dorsey. Born in Villa Rica in 1899, Dorsey moved to Chicago when he was 20, hoping to make it as a blues piano player. But his uncle from Georgia came up to visit him and urged him to apply his talents to the church as opposed to the juke joints. So he did, and by 1930, his songs were being performed in black churches in cities all over America. But soon after, tragedy struck when Dorsey's wife of seven years, Nettie Harper, and his son died in childbirth. This is the voice of Dorsey himself from an old interview. I felt I couldn't go on. I felt that God had done me an injustice. So Thomas Dorsey prayed and put his prayer to music. You might be familiar with the words. Precious Lord. Take My Hand, Precious Lord, almost 90 years later, remains one of American music's greatest achievements. It's been recorded hundreds of times by everyone from Mahalia Jackson to Ike and Tina Turner to Elvis Presley. And that's true, I think, because it speaks to everyone, regardless of background. Each of us, from time to time, feel stranded in a darkness that will not lift. And in those moments, we need someone to lead us back to the light. If you haven't already, please watch Gospel on your Georgia Public Broadcasting Station. It'll do you good. And on the Salvation South podcast feed, you can listen to a deluxe episode where we look deeply at how Southern soul music grew up out of black churches and their gospel music. And you can visit us anytime at SalvationSouth.com.